HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program was brought to you by Whole Foods Market. For more information, visit WholeFoodsMarket.com. Broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn, you're listening to HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You're listening to Cutting the Curd, hosted by Ann Saxelby. You're listening to Cutting the Curd. Hosted by Ann Saxelby. You're listening to Cutting the Curtain, hosted by Ann Saxelby, broadcast live to the Cosmos on the Heritage Radio Network. Welcome to another episode of Cutting the Curd on the Heritage Radio Network. I'm your host, Ann Saxelby, my co host and producer extraordinaire, Sophie Schlesinger. Hi, everybody. And uh, today's show is going to be a little bit different than most of our other shows. Um, This week's episode is a tribute to our dear friend Daphne Zeppos, um, who passed away last Tuesday, July 3rd, at her home in San Francisco. Um, Daphne was an amazing luminary in the cheese community, and we were all very, very lucky to have known her and to have been touched by her um, passion for cheese and, uh, and just her generous spirit. Um, so today we're going to be talking with some of her closest friends. Um, we're going to play some clips from previous shows uh, that Daphne was on here with us at the Heritage Radio Network. And we're also going to be talking about the foundation that's been set up in Daphne's honor um, so that anyone who uh, wishes to contribute to um, her mission of cheese education um, can do so. Uh, if uh, anyone wants to call in and share with us in celebrating um, Daphne's life and memories, you can call us at 718-497-2128, or you can also send us an email at info at heritageradionetwork.com. Um, so our first guest, we're really happy to have with us um, Ari Weinsweig, who is the founder of Zingerman's. Um, Ari, are you on the line with us? I am. Thank you so much for for joining us today. It's really um, special to have you. Thank you. That was a very nice intro, and you almost got me crying already, so I'm going to, if I start crying while you're doing this, I'm going to apologize in advance. Thank you. I think, uh, yeah, we've all had our our moments of that. Yeah, Um, it's... uh, it's a tremendous uh, uh, it's a tremendous loss, but it's also I think you know it's a really great opportunity for us to celebrate Daphne because she was such an amazing yeah. person. Um, 
And uh, uh, can you tell us a little bit about how uh, you and Daphne met and how you've worked together over the past uh, over the past years? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, she, we've been great friends for almost 20 years. Um, and we actually met, uh, I, I know exactly when we met because it was on an American Sea Society-sponsored trip to this village in northern Greece called Metsovo. And uh, Aglaya Kremetsi, who's a food writer that I had known before that, uh, told me, you know, you have to meet this woman, Daphne Zeppos. She's from Greece, but she lives in the States, and she's going to be on the trip. And uh, I didn't know, but she had told Daphne that she had to meet me. And so we were in the airport together in Greece. And, uh, you know, for whatever karmic reasons, of course, we spotted each other without really knowing who each other were. And... Uh, that's where we met, and uh, we had a great trip there. Actually, Randolph Hodgson from Neil's Yard, who I would guess many of your listeners will know, or these people certainly will know, was also on the trip. And I was talking to him the other day, and he was like, "Yeah, do you remember we got on the we were on this small plane, and she was behind us, and I I really wanted to talk to you, and she kept talking to us. <laughs> and, you know, I was like, who is this woman? I just want to talk to Aria. I haven't seen him in a long time, but." <laughs> Anyway, we we uh, we ended up becoming great friends, and I, you know, also in one of those strange karmic things. I don't know if I can tell it without crying, but I, you know, we walked around the village of Metsovo together, and you know, of course, who would not want a you know native Greek speaker who knows food and the language to walk you around this obscure village? And we did, and I, you know, we ended up in the church and the cemetery together. It was the first day we were together, and. Uh, you know, she told me that in Greece that, that churches always have the cemetery with the most beautiful view. Um, mm. So that after people die there, they always get the best view. So it's sort of funny that I remember that, but I do. Yeah. So that's how we met. And then we, you know, we've been friends ever since. And we've had a lot of trips together, mostly, you know, focused sort of around cheese, but of course, you know, all food coming into play around that. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we can talk details, but she was great. She is great. She is great, absolutely. And how do you think, I mean, I guess um, you wrote a really beautiful um, obituary for Daphne, which was featured on the American by the American Cheese Society and also on the Culture Magazine um, mm-hmm. webpage, if anybody wants to, to read it. But, um, I mean, her list of the things she accomplished during her life is really pretty incredible. Um, you know, she was a teacher, cheesemonger, importer, writer, and I'm quoting you, yeah. world traveler and extraordinary educator. How do you think she changed um, the the cheese world and just the food world in general? Well, I think, I mean, I guess a couple things I would say. One is, uh, I mean, I'm writing a longer piece for my next book about her. And I, you know, she just, above and beyond all else, she was Daphne. And there really wasn't anybody else and isn't anybody else probably ever going to be really like her. And and so I think that whatever she did in her life, she brought this, you know, passion and interest and curiosity and, and you know, trauma in a good way, you know, to what she did. Um, and, and in this case, it turned out to be cheese. And so, uh, you know, there was just this sort of majestic, theatrical, you know, intelligent, philosophical, you know, person who could, you know, wax eloquently about, in this case, cheese, and 
you know, nobody else really did it that way. And and so I think that she, she brought something special to a food world, you know, which, of course, was already changing for the better. So it's not like she, you know, or any of us single-handedly turned the food world around. But, you know, I think that it was already happening, and she brought a, a majesty and a beauty to tasting cheese and then, you know, did a lot of work to teach about it so that it wasn't just sort of, you know, superficial prose, but she, she studied cheese making, she studied affinage, she went and worked with people and really learned how to handle the cheese and then did an enormous amount of work to go out and teach that to retailers and to consumers so that, you know, everybody learned at every, at every, at every level of the, the cheese making and selling cheese system. Yeah. For me personally, um, I always remember that her presentations when she did them at ACS were my favorite um, because like you said she wrapped up the philosophical and kind of a, just a holistic view of the world through cheese um, one of yeah. my, one of my favorites was the uh, workshop or session she did on um, transhumans um, uh-huh. uh, with um, the the people from the Basque country a couple years ago um, mm-hmm. and uh, just you know the fact uh, that you know she'd spent time you know, with this, with this woman who was an anthropologist and who had, you know, been in the mountains with these people. And it just brings it to a level that, you know, you don't often get to. And that's really, really special. Yep. Um, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so were you guys working together, uh, with any of the Zingerman's, uh, um, you know, workshops as well or, or, um, yeah, she, well, we, you know, we put on uh, her, che- you know, we call it our cheese mastery course. And so we did Zing Train, uh, like a two and a half day course. And actually the third one was supposed to be last month and um, didn't happen, obviously. But, you know, so, you know, she's been, you know, woven into our business for, you know, almost as long as I've known her because, you know, when she started to bring the Conte in with Essex, Cheese, and we were buying that. You know, she and I and Randolph and others, Molly Stevens, you know, we all traveled together. And so, you know, whatever we learned, you know, was brought back to our business to start teaching to other people. She taught classes. You know, she's somebody that I would always turn to for, for help and insight on anything to do with Greece, of course. And, you know, and then we, you know, we both really loved the mountain cheeses. And, uh, you know, she just had this passion for the shepherds and what they were doing. And, I uh, I remember actually it was just the two of us went uh, a day early to Crete for and there was an old ways conference and we met early and we she went up she had been there before I I guess and had met the shepherd and so she took me up into the mountains uh, to meet these brothers who were shepherds and I remember it was like in spring so I thought it's Greece and it's going to be warm and at all I brought was a jean jacket and it was like forty two <laughs> degrees and raining in my we were up in the mountains, and I totally remember her looking at my fingers, and I'm like, your fingers are blue. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we just, we just, you know, we went a lot of places. We went in the Pyrenees. We went to France. We traveled together, and, you know, we tasted a lot together, and we learned together, and we had fun together. And it's pretty, pretty special. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it definitely is. Um, 
Well, thank you so much for sharing your memories with us. Um, we're going to be uh, talking a little bit later in the show with Catherine Alford, who is one of her professors at yep. um, Peter Kump's cooking school. So it's, yep. re- it's really wonderful for you to share your memories and for them to, you know, we're going to archive this show, of course, on the Heritage Radio Network. So hopefully um, everyone who loves Daphne can can tune in or, or listen in on the archives and hear your wonderful words. So, Yeah, and I think you're, you're going to talk about the scholarship also, and, and that was something that she actually asked us to do. So, uh, you know, it's not just something that we created in her honor, which would be nice in itself, but, you know, just for context that it, it was what she wanted. And Yeah, well, um, actually, but, as long as do you want, I mean, I want to mention that as many times as we can during the show, just yeah, because it's so well, important. She, she asked, this is what she, you know, when she knew, Right. <laughs> when, when she knew this is what was going to happen, this is when, you know, the main thing that she wanted. And, uh, you know, she wanted a scholarship set up um, where people from this country could get funding to go to Europe and study, you know, the cheese making and affinage and then come back and teach it. And, you know, it's a way to continue the work that she was so great at doing. And so um, we're going to set up a scholarship fund through. Uh, probably through ACS and people can donate already on the ACS website uh, in her name and you know so it's specifically something she asked for and I drafted a vision of it you know based on what she you know said she wanted and she listened to that vision and stuff so this is really her her wish and it's an honor to try to fulfill it. I think so too yeah I was talking with um, Jason Hines um, of Neil's Yard Dairy for uh, a while yesterday about the scholarship and the foundation and um, if any of our listeners are curious um, yeah right now you can donate um, the ACS has a sort of a a satellite website um, cheesefoundation.org and you can go on there and make a donation and after you decide you know how much you want to contribute and I should stress that you know any size donation large or small is just so yep. appreciated because, um, uh, you know, the every every little bit will ensure that you know Daphne's Daphne's dream of having this you know cheese education continue. Um, that will that will continue in per, in perpetuity. Um, so you can go to cheesefoundation.org. You can um, make a donation in Daphne's memory, and uh, the money will be earmarked, you know, specifically for this um, foundation. So I would encourage everybody. Um, who loves Daphne and who loves cheese to to go on and to and to donate? Yep, thank you. Oh no, thank you so much, and um, thank you for being on the show. Um, we're going to take a really quick break, and and when we come back, we're going to be talking with Catherine Alford, who is uh, uh, one of Daphne's teachers. Um, so stay with us on cutting the curd. Thanks, Anne. Thanks, Ari. Bye. At Whole Foods Market, we believe in healthy snacking, eating our veggies, and supporting local. Check out Brad's Raw Chips, a local producer that created irresistible chips after their namesake's successful weight loss with a raw lifestyle. Their chips are gluten-free, nutrient-packed, and so good that you'll think you're indulging. For more information, visit bradsrawchips.com.
we're back on Cutting the Curd um, on the Heritage Radio Network. This is uh, your host, Ann Saxelby. My co-host is Sophie Schlesinger. Um, and today's show is a tribute to um, the cheese world's, one of the cheese world's heroes, um, Daphne Zepos, who passed away last week um, of lung cancer uh, uh, altogether too soon. And um, so today's episode, um, we're taking to, you know, talk about Daphne's life, um, her accomplishments, um, and really just celebrate her, her as a person because she's a really um, fabulous woman and we're all really lucky to know her. Um, So for the second segment of our show, um, our guest is going to be Catherine Alford, who was one of Daphne's teachers at the then the Peter Kump Cooking School, which is now the International or the Institute for Culinary Education um, and who is now the Test Kitchen Director for the Food Network. Um, Catherine, are you with us? I am. Uh, Thank you so much for being on the show. We really appreciate it. Uh, well, you know, as everyone has said, doing anything for Daphne is a very easy, easy thing to do. It's true. It's really true. <laughs> um, so I was hoping you could share with us, um, you know, a story uh, or two about um, about your friendship and, and maybe uh, some, some cheese experiences that you and Daphne had together. Sure, sure. I mean, I met Daphne, when, as you said, when she came to Peter Kump's, and she was my student. And, you know, there are many, many students that you have, and then there's one or two that walk into the room the classroom and you're like, oh my God, I'm going to have a, quite an adventure with this person, both as being their teacher, because her curiosity was so intense and her passion and her intelligence just came through. And this was, I knew that this was not just going to be another cooking school student. And luck, I felt very fortunate to be her teacher and then become her friend. And as she sort of found her way to cheese, at first, you know, she was a line cook in San Francisco. And she kept on saying, you know, she was working in the appetizer section, and it was there was more and more cheese that she wanted to do. And as people have written about in um, talking about her life, that drove, she finally, you know, at Campton Place, made that decision to really focus on cheese. And about that time, um, I was lucky enough to go with Daphne to her sort of childhood spirit home, which is an island in the Cyclades called Sifnos, and just unbelievably beautiful um, Greek island. And one morning, she woke me up very early and said, come on, we have to go. We have to go right now. And I'm like, okay, okay, whatever. (laughs) And it was, you know, the friend of a cab driver or someone came and had come to the house and you know, they were often talking, and we went to the top of this mountain on this island, and there was a shepherd and his son, who, and we crouched inside of this stone tunnel. I can't quite describe it, but they, they herded about 75 goats. It was goats and, um, and sheep together, and we sat there as Daphne was, like, intently watching them milk every single one of those goats and then we took that that milk and then went through the whole process of making three different cheeses in the most traditional way that you could possibly imagine they were boiling the curd over open flame in a copper pot with a with a stick that had a dried um root as the whisk i mean it was just it was an extraordinary experience and it was that day where Daphne was like, this is what I want to do. This is this, that idea of mountain cheeses and what Ari was talking about. It was sort of at that moment she was like, this is my path. And it was, I just felt like, 
was witnessing something now, particularly in perspective, that was incredibly special because it did speak to all the things you'd mentioned before that, you know, Daphne understood place, where f- the, the lives of the people that were making the cheese and wanted to really celebrate that and give and share that with people in, in a way that was incredibly unique. And many, many people talk about her passion, and and people talk about passion in the food world generally, almost to the point where it it becomes trite, but with Daphne it was never trite because her passion was full of intelligence and true curiosity, and she didn't just look at it from one point of view, she really brought a very worldly and intelligent um, way of thinking about cheese and food and how food plays in our lives and, and how to also have an incredible sensual experience of cheese. So it was, you know, whenever you had, when A, whenever, you know, she would come and visit with us and spend time together over the years, I always knew that um, it was going to be both an amazing um sensual experience of eating cheese with her or learning about cheese, but also just spending time with her, whether we were talking about art or politics or fashion or where in the world she was going to be going off to next. And um, she was truly a unique um, and original human being. It was a pleasure to know. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we have actually, Joe, I don't know um, if you can cue this up. Um, we were talking about which clips to play. Um, we have some clips from Daphne from previous episodes of Cutting the Curd. The very first one um, where she was talking about going to architecture school. Um, mm-hmm. Are you able to cue that one up, Joe? I was a chef originally, so I've been in the food business for a million years. Before that, I studied architecture dutifully for my parents, and then I proceeded to enter the kitchen and never look back. And it was only after several years as a food person, as a cook and a sous chef, that I turned my attention to cheese. While I don't deal with the cheesemaking part, I'm the one that sort of broadens the horizons, does taste Uh, education and the history of cheese and so forth. These are the institutions that are going to come in here and really protect that small cheesemaker. Yeah, so that one, we have we have a number of really, really great clips, but I feel like, you know, just hearing her speak about, um, yeah, this kind of holistic world vision of, of cheese and how how all these pieces fit together and what that cheese education really is. It's not just about taste. It's not just about memorizing facts. It's really about understanding a way of life. Yeah, it it was just, um, you know, it was a very holistic, as you said, holistic way of looking at it. Um, And, you know, the thing that I loved about her, that she was incredibly elegant without pretense. Mm. Um, And that um, she was very smart and considered and thoughtful about you know, what she brought in trying to sort of unravel so many parts of, you know, cheese and, and making and, and making the whole piece of, of being an educator. I think, you know, the thing that is so tragic to me is, you know, she finally had really settled on having this school in San Francisco. And that was sort of her dream of really communicating that enthusiasm and that knowledge of, of about cheese and that she was, she was really doing it and that, you know, 
what happened and she that she died before she could really really do it is just really 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 tragic yeah it is i feel like that's you know and as we were talking with ari that's why it's all the more important that as many people as possible um contribute to um the foundation that's being set up in her name through uh cheesefoundation.org um, Absolutely. Because although Daphne herself can't be at the helm of the Cheese School of San Francisco anymore, you know, planning the classes and mm-hmm. um, and 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 but being I, there I physically. Would say in that, I mean, she, into that, I know that she had always worked very, very hard on writing her curriculum. And there's, I also know that Daphne had amazing photographs of her travels and um, particularly in mountain cheeses. And you know, I I know she wanted to put all of this together um, and when she knew she was sick and how she was going to put this together I encouraged her to you know just start talking just start talking into a tape because we want to hear everything that um, that you that you have and that and what I think is also so amazing is she was she did this on her own you know there was she didn't there's go no to precedent. school per se to learn this this was her own path of putting this all together and I mean she did amazing things one of my favorite memories with her is walking the Brooklyn waterfront after with her after she had gone to Tibet to learn how they um, make yak cheeses, which, and it was really one of the most amazing stories I've ever heard of, you know, of, and she, and that was the kind of person that she was, that she, you know, would take risks, would, would just say, you know, I want to learn about this. I'm, I'm going there. And, um, you know, she, I was honored as her teacher to become her student. I think, you know, that's what made Daphne great, too. She, although she was an amazing teacher, I think she was also a perpetual student. And mm-hmm. w- with that same, like you said, passion, curiosity, and generosity, you know, that both in sharing her knowledge and in, you know, and in, you know, just absorbing more yeah. that made her extremely, extremely unique. Right. Um, and you know what? She was also, I mean, she was also great to hang out with. She had a fantastic <laughs> sense of humor. She's she, a great cook. Um, you know, was <laughs> she, there, you know, it was, it was a pleasure to be in her company at all times, whether it was eating cheese or not eating cheese, or she was like, oh my God, I can't eat any more cheese today. Um, <laughs> but she was, um, she was just a pleasure to be around. Yeah, I remember I got to go to, uh, she hosted a dinner party at her apartment when she and Brad, her husband, were still living in Brooklyn and um, and just invited a lot of different people from the cheese community over. And uh, yeah, just a warm, wonderful, fun place. I feel like that's, yeah, education, community, you know, fun and just, mm-hmm. you know, and, and good goodness, good food, good things all right. around. Yeah, and she had, you know, as I said, you know, incredible respect for anyone um, in the whole process, from the cheesemaker to you know the person who was buying it, everyone. I mean, she really, um, she she really had, was incredibly perceptive and kind as well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Joe, I think. Uh, do you have your other uh, our other clip queued up? Um, we have one more clip that I'd like to play. I see it as something that's going to help keep all these incredibly gifted, inspired people that sell the cheese, that are really taking care of the last leg of information that needs to be given to the customer. Um, So that was a a little clip about uh, just, you know, 
uh, Daphne is, I think, you know, she, as you're saying, she carved her own path, um, but she also identified a part of the cheese industry, which is really lacking uh, today, which is the education piece and which is the um, kind of formalization of cheese education. And um, so she was very, very passionate about that. Mm-hmm. And um, so I just think, uh, you know, we all have the opportunity now to help her continue that vision. Um and as I was mentioning before, I spoke with Jason Hines yesterday of Neil's Yard Dairy. They have a very ambitious goal um, for Daphne's foundation. They'd like to raise $250,000 by the end of 2012. Um, but I think we can do it because, you oh, know. I think I, it's fantastic. And it would, she is very happy someplace knowing that that's going to happen. It's true. And as many lives as she touched, you know, we can, we can all give a little bit back and, you know, make that, um, make that vision just a reality. So again, if you'd like to donate, um, you can donate at cheesefoundation.org and just make sure that you mark the donation in Daphne Zeppos' memory. And, uh, and, you know, we will start this project on the way. Um, so thank you so much, Catherine, for sharing your stories and your memories with us. It's been really wonderful um, to be able to talk with some of Daphne's closest friends. Yes. Well, it makes us all sort of close together to think about, you know, what a wonderful, wonderful woman she was. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Well, thank you, everyone, for listening in. And uh, we will be back next Monday with another episode of Cutting the Curd. Thanks again, Catherine. My pleasure, Anne. You're listening to Cutting the Curd, hosted by Anne Saxelby. Thanks for listening to this program on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You can find all of our programs archived on our website or by searching iTunes for Heritage Radio Network. You can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore Radio. You can email us at info at HeritageRadioNetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website. Thanks for listening.